0: We have a show today to talk to you um, about some things that are probably getting really, really close to home. Most of these things are things that we typically take for granted, like success. Isn't it funny? We do a great deal to prepare for failure. As a matter of fact, we go way out of our way to do that. We get a life insurance policy
1: inevitably
0: all of us are going to die, but you know, some of us really fixate on such. The other thing is we prepare in ways by thinking, okay, what if I get maimed? Okay, I'm not dead. We will go and secure a disability policy so that money will continue to flow when we are not, um, let's say, say, not operating at our best. We sometimes marry people that we don't even like because we want to ensure and hedge the future for our children, born and unborn. And it doesn't stop there. The list just goes on and on and on and on. The one thing many of us fail to prepare for, and it's it to me this is just almost like crazy, we don't prepare to be successful. As a matter of fact, we go out of our way sometimes to make sure that not only are we not prepared for success, we're not prepared for the blessings that come with it we're not prepared for the stresses that come with it we're not prepared for all of the challenges that are surely going to come with it but worse than anything on this list is that we don't prepare to enjoy the fruits of our labors the fruit of our hard work and more and i guess one other dimension and the people that we think Yes, that's right, that we think, and underline that word, that we think are in our corner, that we think are going to cheerlead us on and be there to support us. Many of those people are there to do anything but that. As a matter of fact, if I take this thing a step further, you have some saboteurs around you. One of the biggest culprits that uh, fits that description will be the man in the mirror. Yeah, that's right, you. Often we bankrupt, barricade, impede, hinder, and restrict our own growth by not knowing a few things. I'm going to go through that list really quick, and I want you to get, you know, every time you listen to this program, a pen and paper is something you need to keep handy. The things that are going to be shared with you, you will not only be able to immediately start utilizing those things, You will also immediately be able to remove debris and hindrance and crap from your life if you take seriously what you're about to listen to. The first thing, do you know what you want? It's funny. I was talking to an agent years ago, and they asked me, Dr. Young, what is it that you want? Needless to say, I was stymied, almost mesmerized by someone asking me that question. Truth be told, I had never considered what it is I wanted. I thought I knew what I wanted, like most of you. Uh, we, We want money. You know, everybody has that on their list. We want to be appreciated, and we want to be successful, and we want the people that matter in our lives most to be aware that we're successful. Matter of fact people that are long removed from your life that you shouldn't even waste your time thinking about. You want to beat your chest and crow about how successful you are to them. You know, all these things that you think you want. But I didn't ask you what did you think you want. The question was, do you know what you want? Matter of fact, let's take it a step further. Go beyond what is it that you want. What do you need in your life in order to be really happy? What do you need? And, yes, write that down. Move beyond the trivial. Everybody, planet, wants to be loved, at least if you're sane. Everybody on this planet wants to have extra money or abundance and wealth. That's give or take. But have you put a number on what it is you want? How much money do you want? Do you want a million? Do you want 100000 And be realistic. What is it that you want? And then let's get even more realistic. What is it that you need to really be happy? Often I've seen people in my practice that come in my office and they're Dr. Young. Man, I want, I want, I want. The question that I ask them is, have you considered the consequences as well as the cost of what you want? Something to think about. The second thing is, do you know why you want what you want? Hmm, That's a deep thought, isn't it? Do you know why you want what you want? And is your why matching up Exactly with what you need, because you see, there's this saying, and I think it's a saying that we should take very serious. Be careful what you wish for, because you just might fool around and get it. And that's why, more importantly, it is imperative that you acknowledge and distinguish what you want and what you really need after thinking that through you may find that what you thought you wanted is something you really don't need. Third thing, when you know the answer to number one and number two, who will benefit from you having these things transpire in your life? Will it just be you? Will it be loved ones? Will it be your community? Will it be your support system? Or are you seeking things just because, and I'm not even going to tailor that with an ending, are you just seeking things just because? Consider this. When you know what you want and you know why you want it, who is going to benefit from that? Can you think of people? Can you picture People benefiting from the very things that you feel will be monumental, that will be transformative, that you feel will be a spawning ground, will be the birthing place, as well as the birthing stool, two different things, for that which you aspire, for that which you crave, for that which you see as being the necessary constituent toward you becoming the manifestation of what you are meant to be and whom you are meant to be. Now, I want to park this right there for a moment. On a frequent basis, I help people ranging from elected officials to pro athletes, to multimillionaires, to people that run uh, Fortune 500 companies. They all come to my office, right? And even this is not just saying those folks, including the most important job in the world, in my opinion, is being a mom, you know, and being a dad. And I have these people sit in my office and they say, Dr. Young, I want whatever they want, blank. Once they look at this, the one thing I have found is people typically want things because they feel it will improve the quality of their life. Well, when I was um, when this show was being created, and you know the the theme behind the program today was uh, a, a very simple theme and but a very familiar theme, and it was one that really gave attention to people's reason for not succeeding in life and why do we fail so often what is going on with us that causes us to fall between the gap rather than bridging well i'm going to be honest most of you and yes i am talking to you you that's sitting where you're sitting right now looking at the phone going oh god here it comes yes i'm talking to you you're thinking too small And those of you that think that you're thinking so big, have you really thought it out? I mean, seriously, you have – maybe it's time that you get your mama to stop being your secretary, or maybe it's time that your friend or your college uh, roommate or your cousin stops cooking and attempting to do your bookkeeping, and maybe it's time that you actually talk to someone that knew what the hell they were doing because where you're headed – mediocrity is not going to be your friend. I wrote in a blog the other day that many people are con- uh, confusing the ability to get something started with maintaining it. Many people are assuming that, okay, I incorporated this business. I went and registered a DBA. I hired an attorney. I've got a an accountant. Okay, those are necessary elements. But even then, you need to ask yourself, Who are these people that I have put on my team? Have I put people that were meant to be involved in something during the startup? Am I trying to have them be on the launchpad with me? Because you cannot do that. A good example of this is someone that builds works on a rocket. Just because you were able to weld parts of the rocket together does not mean that that's the person you want to fly the doggone thing. As a matter of fact, the properties that affect welding on Earth do not work the same way when you get in a zero-gravity environment. As a matter of fact, some of these basic rudimental things that people need to be aware of, such as how to negotiate, how to think on the fly, how to maintain the vision in the midst of chaos, how to deal with conflict when it's polite and politically correct. What are you doing, and who do you have with you that you think is part of this journey? Well, I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I have watched everything from ministries to governments crash and burn because people do not know how to taper off and how to move people out of positions and move the right people into position, timing is everything. If your timing is poor, it is going to cost you what may very well be a fantastic, phenomenal idea. Let's say that you have decided to create this business and I'm going to speak in a, in a broad stroke it right now. I have been uh, – I was w- – earlier in my career, I was a, an analyst for Dun & Bradstreet, which is a major company. Uh, as a matter of fact, Dun Bradstreet and Moody's are, is on that list of companies that if the United States government goes into crisis, they automatically are funded because they pay, play such a, a pivotal role and the economic tapestry of what we know to be this commercialized Western society in which we live. When I was doing business analysis for that firm, I had a chance to look at so many things from mom-and-pop shops to oil and gas production companies to tech companies and what have you. And looking at that, there were some things that quickly came to my attention and there were things that I saw cross-culturally, cross, um, cross-section cross in business, that if you don't do these things right, and you don't do these things right in a timely manner, buddy, you are screwed. And you can't point your finger and say, it's your accountant, it's this person. No, it is you. It is your fault. You are the person that God gave the vision to. The problem is when we get vision, we can't lose sight of why and the purpose of that vision which you have been given. Now, that leads us into this program today. Uh, during part one of this program, the first thing that I was pointing out to was don't be intimidated by the vision because if it's a vision that you can grasp, if it is a vision that makes sense to you, then it's probably a vision that is not big enough. It is probably a vision that is far, um, far greater Than anything that you can imagine As a matter of fact in the word it says God says you know I will open up the windows of heaven And I will pour you out a blessing He didn't say some blessings He said a blessing Now what is the logic behind that you ask Well I'm glad you asked Here's the logic behind it The logic behind that is The vision that God has placed upon your life Is so much greater it's more vast than you it has a it it has tentacles to it meaning there're so many things that will spawn from this one thing that you are being um given that has been placed in your path that if you are not aware if you are not thinking straight if you are not managing that which you have been blessed to receive Putting it Molly, your blessing will quickly turn into a curse. Now, how do we spot it? Here's some signs. When you find yourself having more questions than you do answers, that's a sign that you are more than likely on the right track. Because a fool thinks he knows everything. Wise men He's the council of wise advisors bearing fruit. One of my clients is in the city of Houston, and in working with the city, I'm working with a plethora of brilliant minds, talented people, and people that, though independent, they could leave the city and be entrepreneurs. They could go into private sector and do their thing, but they decided, I'm going to take civil servant pay to make the citizenry of Houston, Texas, have a much better, a much more comprehensive life. Well, even when you are that sharp, one thing I love about this particular administration, and I've seen this in very few cities, is that from the top down, they have the complete awareness that in order to be successful, you need to prepare and package people to succeed. And what that means, and this is what you are learning on this show today, is that you may be thinking too small. You Are you really thinking about how do I downstream what's happening right now? How do I uh, corral, just like, you know, you you picture, uh, I, I know you guys are going to say, he's from Texas. I can just see my friends in Jamaica laughing. He's from Texas, mom. <laughs> you know, you guys. I, but it's true. You look at Westerns and you see them herding cattle, and I'm not saying people are livestock. However, I am going to say that you have to herd people toward your ideas. You have to herd them toward seeing the value in that which you have to offer. But before you can herd anyone else, you must first put the bridle in your mouth and be led and driven towards success. Now, how do you drive yourself towards success? Hey, I'm glad you asked. You know, when I started, I said, first got to know what you want, then you got to know why you want it, and you got to know who would benefit from it. Now, let's assume this. I want right now for you to stop and picture what you are seeking, what you're hoping for, what you're wishing for. How does that look once it's fulfilled? How would you feel once you make your dreams become a reality? Would you feel powerful? Would you feel free? Would you feel happy? Would you feel content? Would you feel relaxed? Well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to act as if that right now everything that you have worked for, that God has promised you, that you've promised yourself, that other people who weren't hating on you but were actually supporting and believing in you, I want you to right now act as if that is already present. Now, here's what we are. I'm going to wake up call. Everything that you're seeking is already created, right? Believe it or not, whether you can see it or not, God calls those things as though they are, you know, that are not as though they are, right? And you're created in his image. So the reason you've been given the vision, the reason why you can feel and grasp and perceive uh, so much about yourself, so much about your gifts and your abilities, you've got, you wanted that hair salon, you got it open. You wanted to get that cosmetology license. You wanted to get that uh, college degree. You wanted to get that job. Uh, I, I just got an email earlier today on Facebook, and Danielle Petor, uh she's got it went through all of this to get her licensure and get her job and graduate school. Now, here we are. We're at the birthing stool. We're at the, at the place where that which you seek, you have found. Ladies and gentlemen, your first thing that you need to do once you get to that place is be grateful. That's right. Some of you have worked your butts off to get a business started. You've worked your little behind to death to finally be somebody, and you're so busy trying, attempting to operate, and the manifestation that you've lost sight of. You've so caught up in the gift, you've forgotten about the giver, and you're forgetting about the people that. God is sending you even presently to help sustain that which you have received. Open your eyes, folks. And, yes, I'm talking to you. Open your eyes. Who is in front of you right now that you may, in all of your busy-bodiedness, be not paying attention to? God has put some people in your path in the last 48 hours, in the last week, the last 30 days, that you need to listen to, buddy, Miss Miss Fang, Miss Lady. You need to slow your roll. You're going to another level, and yes, you are climbing a ladder. Did you know the higher up on a ladder you get, the more dangerous the fall? Do you realize that, the, you know, I was watching some guys climb mountains, and I'm looking, before they left ground, they were eating sandwiches and had on short pants and talking noise and talking about how they were going to make it to the summit. Well, I, I, I'm i a nut. I love watching these shows on National Geographic and Discovery and HGTV and what have you. But I'm, I'm going to give up two parallels. And then I watched another show where this guy was going to remodel his house. And he gets all the equipment and buys all the materials and starts taking things up down and he takes something and it starts knocking out drywall and damn near electrocutes himself. Now these guys up on the mountain, they get halfway up and they ain't got on no more shorts because see now all of a sudden it's gotten cold and the wardrobe is different. And some of the guides that got them so far, they had to turn back because they said, well, you know, I'm only with you to get you to this point. The guy that was working on his house, he got to a place where he's like, you know what, I have bitten off more than I can chew, and that's probably right where you are right now, and I hope that you are not so arrogant and so pig-headed that you can't see it, and that's a good place to be, by the way. When you get to the point where your expertise is not enough, that's when God steps in and starts blessing you with people, with new ideas, with new strategies, with new resources, and if you are going to manifest your potential, ladies and gentlemen, you might want to use them. Now, how do you know? I I said a moment ago, choose gratitude. And be grateful because you need to be grateful. When it gets really close to where you are meant to be, you're going to get scared and you're going to start doubting yourself. If you don't, you are not nowhere near where I'm talking about this does not apply to you. Come back, listen to the archive in a couple of weeks. It will because the truth be told, anybody who has made it woke up one morning and had uh, a whole lot more month left, then they had money at the end of that 30-day period. They woke up one morning, and while, when you know, when you decided you wanted to be a little business and get started, you know, you got comfortable. I mean, I'm going to tell you, you guys know I love to be transparent with you. I did that last year, going into the last quarter of the year. I attained every goal I set for myself in 2013. I said I wanted to make X amount of dollars. I started making that much money. I wanted to expand my brand and become a reoccurring figure on the landscape regionally and nationally. I did that, too. All of a sudden, God said, now, let's go further. And in him taking me further, ladies and gentlemen, I was excited had enough funding in the bank to step out on faith and take this step. Child, let me tell you something. Uh, 60 days later, <laughs> that money started going from an uh, envelope being full to a uh, scant. Uh, you know, I looked in the envelope. I saw more white than green. Hey, hey, hey. And I ain't talking about Fat but I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Well, what in the hell happened to my money? And I'm looking at, okay, God, you got me out here. I'm in the midst of manifestation, and it, it appears my will is starting to run dry. Is that happening to you? Have you finally gotten to this point in growth where what was familiar is no longer there? You know, as a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, the goals that I had for last year, they pale in comparison to my present position. They pale in comparison to my present-needed deliverables. See, when you decide to do the big girl stuff, you got to pick your big girl panties on. When you decide to put on your big boy stuff, you're shaving, that ain't no fake razor, son. That's that's a blade, man. It will cut you. Where are you? Are you really thinking too small right about now? Well, the catch to thinking big is when you start thinking big, the problems match how you're thinking. You start playing an adult game, you're going to have some adult situations. Now, what I want you to do over the next few moments is grab that pen and paper, keep it handy. I. The first thing is I want you to fall back in love with the idea. I want you to fall back in love with with what God has given you. I want you to fall back in love with the vision, and I want you to stop doubting and fall back in love with yourself. And to help bring this to you, I want you to realize that your business is your baby. Your vision is a gift from above. I have a buddy, King Malachi, who's uh, recording with another friend of mine, Mr. Tony Terry. We're going to take about three minutes and check out his new hit, Your Love, and when we come back, We're going to change you from thinking too small to realizing you're not thinking big enough. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. We'll be right back. Sometimes, but it's not a drug. It's just the way that I feel when you're giving me love Drink you in a styrofoam cup Everything slows down, but I'm not screwed up Heal up, wheel up, it back, come rewind We need to make love, baby, one more time Pray for the day that you say I do I lie to my homie when I do need so smooth, me so rude, when I first met you, speak game at you, King Malachi, at that time wasn't in my right mind, had a nigga mind state, whole nother name but you still saw beauty, making of a king, doing my duty, rock movies in due time, the pleasure is all mine, See you draped in jewels Keep your tail like amber rose One day you're gonna see us in that drop-top rose huh? I expose a few of my ghosts, Cause you really touch my soul Baby, your love It's just that real And Super sexy, but it ended broken heart, faster than it ever started. I still love her to this day if she would only let me. Yes, we were the best of friends. Whatever happened, I am asking you this now to seek some out if I could reach an all the passion. But you sit and laughing. I never took the action. All the time to realize that I was just too busy rapping. And I am sorry. I wish I could say goodbye. The only woman in my life beside my mom that made me cry. I broke it off with you around the time that Oprah died. But every time I think of you, it's me that dies the most aside. Oh well, man. Yes, that's how it goes When you trade in your woman to mess around with these toes Hacking self is overzealous in your heart it froze But baby seems that you love the only one I'll ever know. know It's just that real in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm telling you, if you guys ever can get out and check him out, he and Tony are doing some phenomenal stuff. Also, another good friend of mine, Melba Moore, is uh, coming out in a Steve great movie, so you guys make sure you support that. Now, back to you. We were just saying that when you get to this place in your development and in your business, that we have to let go of doubt. Now, a lot of people say that uh, they uh, g- they get a good start in manifesting, and they get comfortable, and they reach this level. And and I want you to picture this, because all of us know this dude. All of us know the, uh, the Al Bundy in uh, your crew. You know the black Al Bundy, the white Al Bundy, the Asian Al Bundy, where there's always one. Now, what do I mean by Al Bundy? There's always this person that they would have stuffed in high school. And if you're really dealing with somebody who ain't got a life, middle school. And they 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 had it going on. They had they played ball. They had the car. They people liked them. Now that same fool is doing something that's anything anything but being the alleged hero that they were back then. Well, don't let that happen to you. Don't get caught up, in the fact that during stage one you were. Handling your business, girl. You open that shop and you had customers every day. Okay, but you still just have one shop. Oh, you you really did great. You 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 got your little you you got your deal as a DJ. But all right, well, isn't it about time you become general manager of the station, a programming director? I mean, we get so excited because God gives us a teaspoonful. From a whole vat of a potpourri of life that he's cooking up for us. Stop doing that, right now. Don't let overanalysis cause paralysis. Don't let the fact that you finally got that little church open, you got them same thirty or forty people you had for the last five years, child. That's my growth. That's stagnation. You, you know, I'm gonna tell you something. You've heard me say over and over again, God only steers moving vehicles. He does not sit like a child in a car playing like he's going somewhere with you. Another thing you have to understand is that he is not going to continue to force you into being you. You have to do that. You have to be willing to start completing unfinished projects. You have to be willing to stop thinking that you know everything because you don't. The reason why people are in your presence right now with fresh ideas and fresh approaches towards success is because God is trying to take you to another level. Your creator created you to manifest and do more than what you're doing. Here's your next step. Take responsibility for your life. There's an incredible power that is hidden deep down inside you. You cannot always revisit the fact that you were a victim when blank did this and blank did that to you. You know, God removed people from your life because they're not supposed to go with you. There have been people that we really have to realize, you know what, this person was in my life for a season even now you know i there was a very integral part of a uh, person on my team now that things are going that person's season is up. And, I, and just as much as I enjoyed her being here for that season, when it was time for her to go, you release people so you can be you and they can be them, and you do it in a spirit of love, not animosity, not a spirit of hate, not a spirit of bitterness, whatever it is that, you know, and most times in most states of evolution, you know, if a baby could talk to you, when they are being born, they be mad as hell at you. Mama, you done pushed me out of here. Hell, I was comfortable. All my food, it was warm in there. I was cozy. But, see, after that child got to a certain point, it started moving, and Mama got uncomfortable, and the baby was like, hell, there ain't enough room in here no more, woman. You can't get bigger. And the Mama's like, hell, no, I can't get bigger. You can't get out. And for both parties to embrace where you are going, you have to be willing to know when it's time to part current circumstances. Now, during this, this bon voyage, this time of uh, growth is what I'm going to call it. Don't be mad and upset when you can't keep the sippy cup. God's trying to get you, teach you to drink out of a glass. You can't keep holding on to the familiar. As a matter of fact, as your territory gets enlarged, you're going to have to do business with people that don't even look like you. They aren't going to be your race. They're not going to be your gender. As a matter of fact, they are there to give you some pushback. So all of these little yes men, these minions you have around you that keep agreeing with everything you say, that's the reason why you're behind and stuck where you are. You need some people that can tell you that is not a good idea. That worked then. You know, I, I remember as a uh, younger man, I had a buddy of mine that owned a restaurant, and I, he was, you know, when he first started, he, Yeah, I don't I know for a lot of my Anglo <laughs> brothers and sisters, y'all don't know this other than tailgating but for the rest of us, my Hispanic brothers and sisters and you guys from the islands, you're going to laugh when I say this. You know the brother that's uh, pulling the trailer with the barbecue pit with smoke coming out of it, behind it, right? Okay, that was my dude. He's driving down streets looking like his doggone car is on fire with smoke coming out of his pit. And I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, it wasn't even on the trailer. He had the pit in the back of a pickup truck, right? But his food was so good that people would just stop him and buy his barbecue. Now, this is a guy riding around, and, you know, we're, he's young. We're young, stupid. And I didn't realize that, you know what, this idiot could blow himself to kingdom come. He's riding with a live fire right over a gas tank, right, what have you. But anyway, long story short, God blessed him where he went from having a pit on the back of the uh truck till he finally bought a trailer. He went from a trailer to uh, getting a little restaurant, right? And he was doing a tremendous business, but he couldn't keep staff. He wasn't able to manage well because you couldn't tell him nothing. And I asked him, I said, well, why don't you go to a wholesaler? He was steady buying his bread from the local grocer. I said, well, do, they'll deliver the, the stock to you. You don't need to be leaving the restaurant, running to the grocery store, picking up what you need anymore. You're doing way more business than that. He did not want to train his staff. He would not invest too into bringing his people to another level in how they operated and how they conceived and uh, responded to customer issues. There was no thought in that. He didn't stop to think about, you know, instead of him trying to clean this stuff himself, why don't you hire a janitorial service to clean at least the restrooms and the outside of the restaurant and the staff can take care of the kitchen. He didn't think about any of that. He didn't think about that word of mouth wasn't going to work once you start serving that volume of food. Now it's time to look at uh, doing some appropriate advertising and that you have competition out there. Needless to say, we know what happened, right? He stayed in business a few years, and unfortunately, and this is a true story, my friend died from you know, he wasn't taking care of his health. Business had dwindled. He was frustrated in his marriage, frustrated in his personal life. Now, in hindsight, looking back, sure, it's easy to say, I see how he went wrong, but right now you are exactly where he is. I almost was exactly where he was. The difference is I had one thing going for me. When I don't know, I am not scared to ask. And when I get to places where I don't understand things, I raise my hand and ask for help. Maybe it's about time. Maybe it's about time you set your behind down and meditate it for a moment. That's your next step, by the way. So let me take you back through these steps. Know what you want. Know why you want it. Know who would benefit from it. Visualize where you are now. Act as if what you want in the end is already taking place. And then be grateful. Just be grateful. Be thankful for those that have come as well as those that it's time for them to go. It's okay to shake mama's hand and say, mama, you know what, I appreciate you. Amy, sister, cousin, friend, wifey, husband. But right now, this is a little bigger than what we planned. And we need to get some folks in here that know more than we know. It doesn't mean I don't love you no more. And if you really got a little money or you really are grateful, show them. You know, throw a party for them. Give them some money. Give them a gift. Give them a plaque. Learn whatever their love language is. It could be quality time, whatever the hell. Show people gratitude. Tell your customers, you know what? I'm getting ready to expand, and I need you to be back to support me, but we need to close the doors for a week or two while we remodel because I, I want you to get what you should from me, and I've gotten but how I'm doing this now. I can't give you what you deserve from me. You know this works in marriages and relationships too. That's another show. But anyway, bottom line is, Stop for a moment. Stop doubting everyone and yourself. Pay attention to those that are in your presence and those that God has put in your life. I have watched more people, a business that was making thousands and watched it go to a 100,000. And they lost their damn mind. They, you know, you making a hundred grand, man. You went and bought a car that costs more than you make a year. What the hell is wrong with you? You don't go buy no Bentley, and you making a hundred thousand dollars a year. But see, some folks just don't know how to handle a little bit of success. What you have to remember is what God said: if you will be faithful over a few things, I'll make you steward over many. But if you get the big head over the few. You ain't going to get many. God ain't no fool, and neither is your spirit. And believe it or not, something within you is greater than you. Thank God for that. Amen, lights. But you know the truth of it is, the reason you're listening to this show right now is because you of all people need to hear what you're listening to right now. You of all people. You didn't have enough sense to tune into this show. Hell, I didn't even have enough sense to tune into this show, and I'm the host. The truth is... Greater forces, maybe you're praying. I hope you are. Perhaps you're just thinking. A friend calls you up and says, you really need to hear this. Child, that was not an accident. That was divine intervention. That's God's way of trying to tell you what you will not allow someone else to tell you. And when I say let go of doubt, that's the first place you might want to start. Quit doubting when God is speaking to you. Quit doubting that he won't. You know, I was uh, talking. I, I hired a new assistant the other day, and I told her, one, you know, we were having a little meeting, and I said, one thing I want you to be mindful of, you never know who's in the room. And an example of this is a friend of mine happens to be related to a very famous NFL uh, Hall of Fame athlete. And this friend, if you knew the friend, you know, this is just regular old dude. He's just regular old, hey, what it is, blue collar, you know, little grease under his fingernails, brother. Just regular guy. But his, you know, his relative is a four-time Pro Bowler in the Hall of Fame that happens to be worth over a hundred and some million dollars. And they have a great relationship. And the question you probably are asking is, well, Dr. D, why is the other guy still got grease on his fingernails and doing this? I'm going to to be honest with you. Just because the man chooses to live a certain way, that doesn't mean you know how he's living. Because the friend that I'm talking about also happens to have a net worth in excess of a million dollars. And guess what he does for a living? He drives a city bus. That's right, He's a bus driver with a million in the bank. But you know what? He likes people and he loves his job and he's won safe driver awards and all of this. And over three I I guess it's going on two and a half decades of him driving the bus and taking care of his wife and kids, his brother, the pro athlete, you know, and his other brother, I mean cousin, a pro athlete, have all looked out for him. And he always put the money aside. See, you don't know who God is going to use to bless you. You don't know who, when you think in the bank is saying no and the credit card said no, this guy may like you enough where his friend will just take his word. You don't know when the person that has the expertise is right in your face, but you are so busy being Mr. Know-it-all, Miss Big Shot, that you won't pay attention to the very people God sent to save your silly behind. Stop for a minute and meditate. Take the time to look around you. Don't look at the circumstances. They are a lie. Call those things that are not as though they are. Don't look at the people Look at who they are. Don't look at what they are. Your greatest gift is housed proximal to you. You don't have to go running hither to and fro. I had the beauty of a uh, one of my younger frat brothers called me the other day, and uh, he's in the midst of a very, very significant thing that uh, we'll probably talk about on this program in months to come that's going to change the lives of millions of people. It's going to save millions of people money from being able to come home and just enjoy what they have in their living room, that type of thing. And when we talked, my frat brother said, man, I don't know what happened, but I was sitting up and you just popped in my head. And I knew what happened. The Holy Spirit put me in his head. And that's what I'm saying to you. Don't be surprised how God will work. Now, we're going to get into this show uh, real deep, real deep on Sunday night, but I'm just going to kind of like get it started right about now. Do you have a plan for success? Well, if you do, I'm going to help you and give you some of the $300 an hour coaching that I get or some of this you gotta pay a thousand dollars with a bunch of other folks to come hear me say this in a room, I'm gonna say it to you while it's just you and I sitting here alone right now. Success brings with it a whole nother set of problems. That's right. See, being successful isn't about your bling and your Rolex and your new car. It's about being responsible because to whom much is given, much is required. With new success, there will be more paperwork. There will be more clients wanting your products or services. There will be an ever-ongoing need to continue to gain market share. There will never be enough time unless you plan for this, and I'm warning you, plan time for your family, for you and God, for you and you to sit back. But there won't be enough time because with success comes responsibility. Have you sat down and really crafted a strategy? Have you charted a course for direction? Have you thought about your future in such a way that when your business grows, you grow. When your business becomes more successful, you become more successful as a human being. You become more successful at life. Do you have a strategy? To manage success, because if you don't, I promise you, I guarantee you, you will lose every bit of the momentum you've built and everything that comes with it. You know what I said? Um, Well, I didn't say this. I'm taking credit for something that we probably don't know who the first person was to stumble upon this revelation. Pride always precedes failure. There is a statement I love to use when I'm speaking. A wise man can see more from the bottom of a pit. Then a fool could see from the top of a mountain. Is that you? Which one are you? Are you the fool that's climbed the mountain and you are looking down thinking things aren't that big? And when you get, fall, when you finish falling down to the bottom, you realize that those ants that you were poking at and throwing things at were really people that were much bigger than you. When you are ready to be successful, when you are ready. To move towards success You must manage What you already have Wisely So today And this is the If you didn't get the rest of the list Just listen to the archive of the show And you can play it all back But I'm going to give you um, Some cliff noted Examples Of what you can do today Stop and look at where you are Take a moment And just be grateful Thank God for those who have come and those who have left. Thank God that you are still in the game because I assure you, you will win as long as you do not quit. Take the time to write down, take an inventory. You know, something that effective stores do is they take inventory on a consistent basis. You know why? I'm going to give you a quick example. Let's say, for instance, we take inventory in, oh, let's say October 31st, right? And we can anticipate, because we've been open a couple of years, that next month is Thanksgiving. So what do we order more? We order what? Come on. Help me out. We order dressing. We order cranberry sauce. We order turkey. You know, we even order stuff to make a fruitcake. Who in the hell ever eats a fruitcake? Anyway, we'll talk about that later. But we order all of these things. Now, we took inventory, right? Uh, October 31, would that do us any good to prepare for July the 4th? No, because unless you are really strange, you ain't eating no doggone turkey and dressing on on July 4th. You're eating barbecue. You are having cookouts. But in the same breath, if we took inventory in June preparing for July 4th, we order hot dogs and briskets and ribs and... You know, we stock up on a lot of things that we associate with that summer festival time, right? Ain't nobody wearing no short pants in November. Well, maybe some of my Jamaican buddies or some of my friends in Trinidad, but I guarantee you the other uh, 60% of the planet is not partying like that, right? Don't allow what worked in one season to be your guiding star for another season Because if you do You are going to look really, really stupid Take the time and do a current audit Of your life Look at everything Look at your priorities Look at your goals Seek counsel Get outside If you are in a small town Which I love rural America So I'm not knocking a small town You cannot deal with Hollywood and New York City coming there thinking what works and Arkansas and Mississippi is going to work there. If you do, call me, child. We really need to talk. It's a different world, and you need people that are familiar with that new world that God is taking you to. You know, even when the Pilgrims landed in America, The first ships that came over from England, these fools went and set on on South Carolina and and the coastline, and they set up camp. Now, just check this out. The people that they sent were aristocratic people. They were wealthy people, people of means, people who had servants, people who had lived in the city. And they figured they're going to come, and they're going to find this new world just waiting to embrace them when they get here. They find roughage. They find wild animals. They find what they consider to be savages, which later these savages are the only reasons that they didn't starve to death. But here's what they didn't anticipate. They didn't anticipate hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, that's right, tropical storms, because they had never seen those things over there. So not only did they not anticipate that, which you know what happened with those first few sets of folks. They got their butts washed away and destroyed in tropical hurricanes, right? But the next wave of people that came, they learned that these savages actually knew, okay, well, you put this medicine on this, and and you can eat that one. And even though this one looks just like that, you can't eat this one. See, that's where you are right now. You are in a new world. You are discovering the new territory. You might want to sit your behind down somewhere and learn something from some people that have been where you're trying to go. Perhaps you may not have someone that's been there, but at least if the two of you can admit that you don't know what you're doing, you may bump into somebody that does. The person that you are uh, holding on to Because that's your friend that's been with you since high school. You ain't in high school no more, fool. It's time to let that friendship be just what it is, a friendship. You can't take everybody with you is what I'm trying to tell you. The other thing I want you to really pay attention to is you can't even take you with you. So some of your old attitudes, some of those warped value systems, some of those prejudices, that you think are normal, won't work where you're headed, some of that bias stuff. Now, I'm not telling you to abandon who you are. I'm not telling you to abandon having character and having principles and morals. What I am telling you is the world is a whole lot bigger than what you think. And you might want to look these two words up, ethics. Versus morals Morals is what you buy into Ethics is what the rest of the world is dealing with Now there's some things that morally I do not agree with But ethically I have to respect Does that mean you've sold yourself out? No, unless you are just really stupid What that means is that it's time to expand And become permeable To that which you know to be the truth Anyway If you're not where you should be And you know that God has given you a bigger vision, a bigger plan for your life. It's probably because you're thinking way, way too small. Now, before I wrap this show up, let's do some other stuff. First thing, if you are in a situation where you are either transitioning your life and you're leaving a bad relationship, you're changing companies, you're starting a business, that's when you need an effective coaching. No, I'm not doing a commercial. My practice is very nice. But if you are listening to this show, tell you what I'm going to do. We will give you a discount on your coaching. And if coaching is not cheap, but it's one of those things you can't afford not to do because you're just going to compromise what the world and what God has for you. So I'm going to give you a private number to reach me direct. You ready? 832 499 832 5464 832-499-5464. I don't know why I'm giving that out because that's something I would never typically do, but the Holy Spirit's telling me to do it, so if he's telling me to do it and you know that was for you, make sure you call and get an appointment and get in my office so that you can manifest your potential instead of getting uh, high up on a ladder only to fall. The second thing that I want you to do is make sure you go to Facebook, Go to the Dr. D. Yvonne Young page, but there's no doctor. It's just D. Yvonne Young. And hit the like button or hit the follow button, okay? Third thing, go to the website and register because we're going to be doing a lot of these types of shows and programs going into much greater detail about, okay, how do I start a business? Okay, how do I get out of this crappy marriage without having my son screwed up or my daughter screwed up and move forward with the rest of my life? I'm about to get married. How do I actually, you know, do the foundational stuff so that this marriage doesn't crash and burn like the last one or the last two or the last three did? You know, it's time to get unstuck from stupid people. And what we're doing on this program is giving you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Now, last but not least, this coming Sunday at 7 o'clock, we're going to talk about some things on that program. That's going to be the third part of this four-part series about you getting everything that you deserve in life. I assure you, you don't want to miss it. With all of that said, it's been a real blast. I hope that you've learned something today. And if you didn't get an opportunity to hear this, um, this program from the beginning, it is archived for your listening convenience, So at any time, day or night, you can go go back, tune in, and make sure you have a pen and paper because there's some good content there. Anyway, it's 1 o'clock Central Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. It is going on, what, 11 a.m. Pacific time. With that said, I got to get out of here. I love you. Have an awesome weekend, and I will talk to you Sunday night at 7.30. Have a great weekend.